Opinionated Marketers, a podcast from Cambridge Marketing College. Hello and welcome to Opinionated Marketers with myself, Charles Nixon, and Kieran Kapoor, head of Cambridge Marketing College. Um, we were going to talk about the economy, but um, a topic has got um, our erstwhile CEO a little aerated this morning. So we thought we would import <laughs> some marketing content into the green industry. Kieran, explain what is happening at your end. As explain. It were. <laughs> Explain my frustration. So we're recording on the day of the of the Labour Party conference is currently going on, and there's a big talk about green industry and how we need to green the power in in um, in domestic power use. And there's a lots of talks about things like heat pumps and solar panels. So I'm currently in the position where I am in the middle of planning application to install an air source heat pump. It has taken us a year to get from. Um, in initially getting a company in, not even thinking about it, but getting a company in to have a look at us, to um, getting to planning permission. Not everybody needs planning permission. It's the type of house I live in. So what's frustrated me and what's the key marketing element here is the way people try to sell the heat pump. There is so much um, telling me all the technical specifications, but not telling me the technical specifications I actually need to understand. So... The installers will come in. There doesn't seem to be a sort of retailer around this or somebody who can um, independently give you advice, which might be something we can talk about. So the installers will come in and they will start talking about, well, do you understand how a heat pump works? And they will spend 45 minutes telling me how a heat pump works and its kilowatt power outage or whatever it is. I don't care. All I care about is, is it going to heat my house? Is it going to provide hot water? But they then don't tell me about the key things I do need to know. Um, One is, oh, in order to install a heat pump and heat the house, did you know you had to change all your radiators? That was a throwaway remark from one of the installers. You know, you'll just need to rip out all your radiators and put bigger ones in. Um, I did need to know that because actually that's quite fundamental. And what's really come out from the planning application, because obviously it's had to go out to our neighbours for their discussion and we've been around to talk to people, of course, And quite understandably, the main thing they're worried about is the sound output, because there's a huge amount of misinformation out there about how noisy heat pumps are. Now, actually, there was a legal requirement came in last year saying that heat pumps can only be so many decibels on the border of your house. Try to get that information out of anybody, even trying to get it out of our very, very lovely installers. They only mentioned it after I went, I've got a lot of neighbours really worried about the noise. Can you advise me? Oh, yeah, we did the calculation for you because we have to do that as part of the legislation. Well, you could have mentioned it. They're trying to sell it on the features that I don't need to know about, how it works. But they're not telling me the actual key information that I do need to know. And this is going to prevent people from buying heat pumps. I mean, if, if I wasn't married to somebody who's very passionate about this i would have given up months ago frankly life's too short um so i think there is a huge marketing story here it's a classic situation of an industry evolving from a product orientation to eventually a market orientation and um what some might refer to as the wild west of various new technologies as they come in when there is all sorts of competing claims uh, until one gets to a certain level of stability. Um, You're absolutely right. Most of the organisations that will be selling the products that we're talking about for clean energy have spent an awfully large number of hours trying to actually 
perfect the technology and therefore are not only proud of it but believe everybody else is fixated on the technology it isn't necessarily the issue that most people want most people want the user side of things they want the benefits they don't want the features certainly and and certainly in my experience of having put in solar panels and then batteries a few years ago uh, you do have to get to a certain level of tech speak before you actually get to the point at which you understand what it is that they're trying to tell you Um, But, you know, if you are at the point, and to some degree you are, an innovator or an early adopter, um, you are going to suffer from this aspect uh, because it is not what used to be referred to as a fridge-ready product. It is something that still has to be configured for each individual site and the result of which is that, therefore, um, they're still in the hands of technology installers. Um, By the time it gets around to... to, um, um, standard uh, retail installers as you were referring the marketing will be much slicker um, the product will be cheaper um, but will be several years down um, the track which does lead therefore to one of the questions uh, that is facing obviously the political parties and as uh, we've you just mentioned that there is the Labour Party conference on at the moment and we've had the Conservative one where the foot has been taken off the pedal of pushing us down the um, um, environmental route um, to allow a more uh, nuanced approach, let us put it that way, in terms of the way in which um, we uh, adopt these things. Because there are still flaws with, with many technologies. I mean, you know, the first uh, electric vehicles were flawed in the basis that their range was very limited um, um, or they were very long in terms of uh, charging. Um, so, you know, we have to go through this uh, period which we know quite well as marketers, as the, you know, the product life cycle, the diffusion of innovation and all the other aspects that we would think about for new products. Um, and yes, I'm afraid, Kieran, you are going to be frustrated for a few more months to come, I should suspect, um, as you then go from a heat pump to whatever else you're going to have. This is a well-worn path. This is what I find so frustrating. You know, when I was selling pensions back, you know, however many years ago, let's not go there, um, you know, one of the big things we were always told is don't sell it on all the different things that you can do with a pension and you can have this and you can have that and all the bells and whistles. Sell it on the fact that are you ready for your longest weekend? Have you prepared sell, sell the for what, sizzle, you, need, not what sausage. you need for a lifestyle? The sausage. So we know this. Why mm. is it so difficult to get, yes, a new industry, I appreciate that. And I appreciate my lovely installers are installers. They're not necessarily marketing people. But there are some very obvious things that people worry about. So noise. Why can I not easily get hold of, why do my installers not have, a little box that creates the right sort of noise, or an app perhaps, that recreates the noise of a heat pump, that I can stick on the border of my property and say, I've been running that for 48 hours, neighbours, did you notice? Because if you didn't, the chances are the heat pump's not going to bother you. That cannot be beyond the wit of somebody sitting creating it. there isn't anything, and yet it's an obvious thing to be worried about. If I have to have bigger radiators, then actually I need to know what that big radiator looks like. Um, what sort of size are we talking about? And I appreciate it varies from individual to individual, but you could give me some idea of what it looks like. 
So it just seems to me that there are so many well-worn tropes. Why don't people have video testimonials of somebody going, here is my lovely heat pump? You know, and I think it's great to counteract all the disinformation. Stick heat pump into YouTube. There is a lot of disinformation out there. And people are talking about heat pumps from eight, ten years ago when, yes, they were a lot noisier than they are now. And, you know, why do I have to be over a year down the line before even I'm told and I'm installing one that there's legislation on the noise? This it's a well-worn marketing path, and I think that's my real frustration, that we're not, nobody is, is grabbing this. What, we, what, what you're indicating is, yes, it's a well-worn path, and we know what the path is and how it happens, and this is a new industry, and it's going to go down that path, and we are going to go down the standard aspects of you know, people picking it up at the early stages before it becomes a consumer-ready product. Um, and the only way in which we deliver these products in the current society that we have is through basically a competitive nature. So those products that are out there at the moment are those that have been successful in installing or are trying to be installed. Gradually, people will pick up and listen to the podcast like this and others will start to produce the videos, will produce the app as you are identified. Um, and uh, they will be the ones as companies become more customer focused to gain more sales and will grow to be the Tesla of heat pumps or something like that. Uh, and it is uh, a frustrating process. Tesla's process. the really interesting part. Yeah, yeah. And, but and, you're right, and, the Tesla is, is the key here. Yes, it is. And, and, and you've got to get to a point at which an organisation basically you know, starts to, to dominate because in most instances it is looking at it from the consumer point of view rather than the product point of view. And in that respect, you know, we're, we're back to some of the economic issues that we were discussing last week, which, you know, are, are effectively the, you know, the driving factors of inflation and, and, and interest rates as people start to think about their own costs, how they can reduce their costs, how they can get them under control. And that is a, a major imperative for people to decide whether or not they're going to change their education, uh, their um, uh, energy consumption um, and, and that's what's driving us at the moment it is in one respect an ecological uh, imperative but most people are driven by the economic imperative that's true but you can also make it easier for people to make the switch it's it's hard work trying to install a heat pump believe yep. me yeah yes. it's it's take it takes hours of research and trying to understand what people are talking about and about stuff that one doesn't necessarily find particularly interesting i'm not interested in the kilowatt output of my heat pump and i think your the tesla is is the is the story here so in the early days of the toyota prius they would try and explain to you how it works and i must admit i've i've taken this um idea from our um our sustainability tutor nigel clark so I was talking to him about this yesterday you can tell it's a bit of a bugbear of mine at the moment and he was saying when the Toyota Prius came out there was a lot of talk about how it worked and how the regenerative energy worked etc etc and then Tesla much later on comes on the marketplace and goes it's a gorgeous car you want to drive this oh by the way it's got some ben it's got some environmental benefits and I know you are a Tesla driver so how does that work to talk to you better in a marketing context well, in most instances, it, it, it is the slickness, as you quite rightly put it, that um, the way in which the product is packaged. You don't have to worry about all the nuts, the bolts and the bits under the bonnet, mainly because there aren't any bits under the bonnet. And to some degree, there's a certain amount of humor that's put into it, which, which I think is 
uh, actually very, very important in this marketplace. Mm. You know, when someone, you know, you, you're asking the questions about cost of running one, and in their particular instance, almost looks down their nose over their glasses at you and say, dear sir, the, there is no servicing cost because there is no engine. Um, and, you know, you feel a little bit of a fool asking the question, but the result of which is, that you are presented with simple answers to what seem to be complex issues and you're presented with a, a very um, um, slick presentation but also slightly humorous approach to the way in which the product works. That to some degree has come from Apple um, and certainly is also true of other companies. I have an electric bike and my move went down that route as well. So you've got the opportunity to say, right, you know, here's your experience. It comes out of a box, more or less. Um, there are, on the other hand, um, aspects here which companies don't get right. And one of the reasons that they don't get them right sometimes is they overstimulate demand. Uh, and, and Tesla's customer service has been particularly poor in the early days because it had so much demand. Um, so there is, you know, um, a pluses and minuses of the pro of the approach in the heat pump scenario it's an interesting one because you're the only person out of all the people that i know who's gone down the heat pump route having looked at them nearly everyone has a, has gone down the the solar panel route for the house but i know that from your perspective given the thatched cottage that isn't an option um but i was visiting a farmer friend yesterday who was thinking about putting a heat pump in and the cost from their perspective for the size of the house was was astronomical and the impact because it was going to be ground source on the acreage was unbelievable um, for a much smaller footprint they've been able to put in a large amount of solar arrays uh, power the farm and the house um, and uh, the benefit will pay itself back remarkably quickly and so what we have i think is competing technologies for the marketplace some of which, because they've been around for a little bit longer, are much more slickly packaged, um, much more conveniently packaged and installed. And the heat pump marketplace is just trying to catch up um, and will only catch up, I think, on the basis that they are now being put under more economic pressure as the government slightly takes its foot pace off, uh, off the imperative to have to go down the heat pump route uh, with a gas boiler. Um, they'll have to uh, stump up or die. But presumably, with the changes talked about in the Labour Party conference, and it does look talking at the moment that the next government will be Labour-based, whether it's a majority government or a, a, a coalition, there Answers will be on a postcard, more emphasis please. put back on these things. Yeah, <laughs> there will be more emphasis put back on these things, in which case the industry needs to slick, you know, just get slicker. I think, the, yes, there, there has to be more emphasis on the subject, but there is a i think there's a fairly good question mark as to the technology um and the alternative technologies we we've had delegates in the past who've looked at the subject and and talk about the tri the trilemma rather than a dilemma of of how to convert a nation which is significantly uh, consuming gas into either solar heat or indeed um hydrogen um, and uh, there are significant alternatives that are constantly being talked about and still have not worked their way through. So we are in a, in a market uh, evolution of competing technologies, 
Um, and uh, it may well not always be the best technology that, that comes out at the other end. It's the slickest technology, as you quite rightly indicate. That, that, that one that is more orientated to what the marketplace would like, um, um, quickest. Or just better marketed. I mean, it just yeah. better explained. And yep. you know, this was the Betamax VHS thing, wasn't it? It was just better explained. Mm. Yeah, I, I, the, 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 the communications process is very important, um, but I think the, um, the better way of thinking about it perhaps is, is looking at the, the historic introduction of new technologies, whether it happens to be um, phones, computers, electric cars, as you quite rightly say, um, and the companies concerned starting to think about the characteristics that they could draw from that into their own marketing. Charles, thank you for letting me vent today. I've written, I needed to get that off my chest, but there is a very serious marketing story behind this. That's right. It's a pleasure. Talk to you next week. Like and subscribe to this feed for more podcast content. From Cambridge Marketing College.